What is going on, everybody? You're listening to season two of the Good Men Exist podcast. New episodes drop every Tuesday at 12.01 a.m. Eastern so you can get your days or night started off right. If you're not following me on all social media platforms, it's the same on all of them at Jarrell GME. Thank you guys so much for listening. And with that being said, enjoy today's show. Previously on the Good Men Exist podcast, season two. And we began looking at houses. We started talking to real estate agents like, hey, here's what we're looking at. And we set the date right around when my lease was up on my apartment. So it was time to make a move. But this one was going to be one of the biggest moves of our lives. And one of the biggest moves turned into something that I would have never expected. As well intended as we wanted everything to be. As smoothly as we wanted everything to go. This move Changed everything. Wrong kind of right. A happy kind of sad. Feels so good. But it hurts so bad. Denying the truth. And believing a lie. Reason to laugh. Is the reason I cry. It's not fair. But I don't care. Beautiful problem. Beautiful and so, like I said, we began gearing up for a move to Pennsylvania. So we did our best to try to really dot all of our I's, cross all of our T's, plan ahead as best we could. All that good stuff we did our best to do. So, you know, we began looking at houses that were and our price range, we had, you know, think about 15, maybe 20 something houses that we wanted to look at. From there, we were going to narrow them down. Obviously, we wanted different things when it came to the house. Initially, she was like, I don't know why you want three, four bedrooms, all that kind of stuff. And I told her, like, thing is, I will always want more space because I would rather have the space and not know what to do with it than to not have enough space. And now I need more space. I ain't about to build a whole addition onto a house just to try to store some stuff. Like, what gonna happen? Her thing obviously was kitchen and bathroom. For a woman, this is understandable. For me, I didn't really care. I don't spend that much time in either. Now, don't get me wrong. Your boy can cook. Seasoning king in this thing. However, I cook out of necessity. Very rarely do I venture off into some new stuff unless I'm just bored and I'm tired of eating the same thing. My thing I wanted was space. So a, a minimum, a full acre and a basement, like prototypical man cave. I wanted a basement. And outside of that, I, I wanted at least three bedrooms. You know, again, I grew up in a house with four bedrooms and I grew up on eight acres in the country. So, yeah, I'm just although I live in northern Virginia now, it's out of necessity, not necessarily because I want to. But that's really all I wanted. Super simple stuff. Now, obviously, in Pennsylvania, it wasn't that hard to find space. That was the easy part. Finding houses that we are used to seeing in Northern Virginia, that proved difficult. We kept running into these weird houses. I don't know if their their name is like an A house or Apex house, but pretty much if you can imagine a tent, like but an Indian tent with a pointed, you know, where, where two sides meet at a pointed middle. 
we kept running into those some bitches i don't know why i don't know if that was like big indian territory at some point up there in pennsylvania which probably would make sense but a bunch of a houses apex out whatever you call them everywhere that was just their thing up there and they weren't that big you know they were two bedrooms maybe three but they weren't really any square footage so it was whatever so that we knew what we wanted we figured that part out and we set aside time to go up to pennsylvania and look at some houses at the same time the artist was working and again i may call her shannon i may call her the artist keep in mind shannon is not her real name it is a code name as is the artist so yeah but anyway you know she was still working making her rounds different areas traveling things of that nature so we finally figured out a day that we could go up there and just view all the houses you know we had to phone interview some real estate agents to see who would be a good fit for us we hired a black lady named stephanie she seemed like she was gonna be helpful so you know hey we chose her right so we went up on like a thursday or friday something like that don't remember which day it was and by the time we got up there of the 15 or 20 or so houses that we wanted to look at like a stupid number of them were under contract already like at least seven to eight of them had gone under contract in a matter of a week and some of them were options that we were super interested in so that dwindled down some of our options right so we meet up with stephanie at her office and she's like hey y'all y'all ready we gonna do this did you want to drive did y'all want me to drive he's like hey no nah, doc you driving like we never been in pennsylvania before you you take us where we need to go right so stephanie gets up and she's walking out of the office so we can get in her car and shannon and i both realized something about stephanie that i don't know that we cared about but it was definitely unexpected uh stephanie was thick with at least two c's like and i kind of looked at her and she was like she thick i was like i ain't want to say nothing but uh god dang so now every time she out here opening locks i gotta look away and whatnot like uh, as, you know but hey at least we was on the same page we realized what <laughs> we realized uh you know it's, it's kind of a cool thing where we could just say that you know so anyway we got in the car with stephanie and she started showing us some of the houses that were still available we took a look at quite a few of them i think we did about 12 the first day no maybe it was like six the first day and then four the next day none of these houses stood out we began to look at them and we try to think about you know did any one particular trait of any of the houses that we have seen stood out like no not really so it was a little discouraging not gonna lie you know i had printed out all of the houses prices area distance from new york on these kind of for lack of a better term they were flashcards but but it was just my handwriting and the picture on of the house so that's what we were using so once we got back to the hotel the first night you know we we spread them out and we took out all the houses that had been placed under contract and we were just looking and we were just not impressed with the crop of what was left so eventually you know we we left i think it was a saturday something like that maybe a sunday probably a saturday got back to the apartment you know, we just was like, we got to keep looking because at this point in time, I had already given my apartment office, you know, my 60 day notice. And really, I wish it could have been 30 so I could have had a little bit more leeway. But because they required 60 and we lived in an apartment that was super hot, I think they said they had like a two year waiting list to get in. They wanted to fill that spot as soon as possible. So understandable, they wanted 60 day notice. Nothing we can do about that. And so as we get back, like on a Monday, we're looking at well, I'm looking at houses and I seen this one house that just came on the market and it looked like a Northern Virginia house, something that we were used to. No apex, a house, whatever it was called. And it looked, it was great. 
right? Four bedrooms, three and a half baths, two masters, basement, two car garage, over an acre, 4,200 square feet, something like that. Big ass house. And I was like, okay, okay, we, we need to see this. We got to see this. She had to work on that Tuesday, as did I. So I, I immediately called our agent and I was like, hey, we want to see this house. Would you be willing to do a uh, virtual showing? Pretty much she hop on a video chat, walk around the house, commentate. We just watch, right? She would say, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll go out there around three, four tomorrow. We'll make it happen. So I said, cool. Shannon got time. I got time. Real estate agent made it out there. Uh, it was a quick, quick showing, you know, pretty much. We just wanted to see what we thought we saw in the pictures, make sure it makes sense. So in looking at it, everything checked out from a, from a cosmetic standpoint, anything that wasn't cosmetically ready, it wasn't enough to deter me because I'm, I'm pretty handy. So anything that wasn't there, I can put there or I can build. So we were set on that part. So at this point, we wanted to put an offer in and, and we wanted that offer to be a strong offer and we wanted it accepted. So we worked with our real estate agent, offered, I think, 500 less than list price. The I think they came back like two, three days later. They said, yeah. So I said, can we lock that in? No, no backouts, no other showings like it's ours. She said, I'll, I'll talk to him, see what I can do. After about a day, she said it was it was a done deal as far as no more showings. We put that some bitch under contract and we were ready to go. We're, you know, we're excited. And, you know, we began reading more into it. And so from a from an outward standpoint, this house seemed like it was the full gauntlet of amenities and features. So in addition to it being on an acre plus four bedrooms, three and a half baths, two car garage, uh, forty two hundred square feet. Um, gated community, horseback riding. Yeah, I, you, heard, you heard me right. Horseback riding in the gated community. Why? I I don't know. Skiing there. They had their own ski slope, I guess it's called. That was only for the residents of this community. A standard two, three pools, trails for hiking, um, tennis courts, basket, like the full nine. So I was like, dang, we get all this. Now, HOA was kind of crazy, you know, but it was cool. Though. I was like, whatever, you know, that's, you know, we get all this stuff. So now that we have everything locked up, we have to go through the process of all the paperwork and inspections and things of that nature. And this is where things somewhat started to shift. So although we had locked up the contract verbally and a lot of the paperwork was happening in the background, we had to do things like the inspection, of course. So we found out when the inspector was coming and we thought that that would be a great opportunity to finally go check out the house for ourselves in person so we heard when he was coming and everything and we made the trip up there upon making the trip up there we got to the house and everything was was pretty much what we expected you know it was still pretty much a decent amount of excitement and and you know like wow we're adults kind of you know feelings in our our mid-20s or whatever it was so there was no real hesitations at this point in time. Fast forward. Now all the documents have been signed. Deposits have been made. It is now time to complete the deal. So on the way up to Philadelphia, which is where we had to sign our paperwork, it wasn't too bad. It was a normal day. Nothing too much out of the ordinary at this point in time. Now on the way up there, we get a call from our real estate agent asking us, do we have a certified check? And I was like, first of all, I'm a millennial. Y'all lucky I got this one check I'm bringing with me. Like I don't, I don't even really carry cash on me. So she was like, well, the title company is asking for a certified check. I think it was for, for the amount. And I was like, yo, my bank is in Virginia. 
I I don't have a certified check and we don't have time to stop and try to figure out how to get one from another bank. And this was the first sign that things weren't awesome. But because I'm a person of perseverance, I didn't really look at this as a, oh, you know what? Maybe you're not supposed to have the house. That didn't cross my mind. It was more so the title company was being difficult. We were already on our way. We've driven, you know, or will be driving three and a half hours. We'll get it figured out. So my real estate agent is going back and forth with them as we're driving up. And then the next thing now, I, I, st I stay away from city. So I don't really know if this was good or not. To me, this was outrageous. But we get to Philly. We're trying to find parking. We're running a little bit late because we hit some traffic and we have to park in this random parking lot where it's like $60. But it was the closest one to the building. And again, we didn't have a whole lot of time. We were trying to make our time slot. But $60 just to place my car somewhere? Boy, I was mad. But what choice did I have? So we get there. And although it seemed as though our real estate agent had worked out the whole check issue, we get there and they say, so do you have the, the check, the certified check or whatever it was? I said, no, I don't because I thought you had already talked to Stephanie and you all had worked things out. So apparently they had not at this point so they're like oh well i'll have to talk to my boss and, and my boss will have to talk to his boss and i was like yo hear me out my guy we just drove four hours to get here to close on this house y'all making this more difficult if you want to see my bank accounts to see that i have the money for the check that i'm about to write you right now i'll like perfectly fine i can do that for you but no that wasn't good enough so he steps out of the room like this shit turned into like when you go buy a car and you're sitting there when you're negotiating for the car and they're like, okay, well, let me go talk to my manager. And these fools be scurrying off every five minutes for 20 minutes, fake talking to their manager to try to work out a deal. I'm like, man, I'm not about that. I'm, I'm a legit businessman. I don't have time to be wasting on you going back and forth when this stuff should have already been completed and discussed prior to me even getting here. But he's like, okay, well, you know, I, I'll be right back. So finally, they work out something to where my real estate agent company could write the check, like a backup check to mine in case mine didn't clear. But then I would just have to pay the real estate agent company or the real estate company back. I was like, yo, whatever. If this is a workaround, then let's just do it again. Like another sign like that didn't really cross my mind that, you know, I didn't really pay attention to. So anyway, finally, after the check stuff had been worked out, we get to the paperwork, all like 95 pages that have to be signed. And so he's going through the paperwork. I've probably signed maybe like six to nine pages and he's stopped and he's looking at one of the pieces of paper and he's like, ah, oh, shoot, this ain't, this ain't the right paperwork. Now I got to go back and reprint the whole thing and change some stuff. And I was like, yo, how the fuck do you not have the right paperwork? Again, like another thing that I didn't really pay attention to. I was just like, at this point, we were exhausted. We just wanted to get it done with so he comes back finally with the right paperwork goes over everything we sign it get the code to get into the gated community and then get the code to get the key that was on the door so we we make it from philly to to the house and, and we kind of just go in and it's kind of a little late in the day so we just go we had some cleaning stuff with us so we just started cleaning the house and all, and all that kind of stuff and then we we get ready to call it a night because we were just staying there for the night because we had to get back and start packing to move to the house. So we were in one of the smaller rooms because I think at this point it was around October and, you know, up there it's, it was a little chilly. So we didn't want to turn the heat on in, in a big room for one night. So we just went to a smaller one, turn the heat on in there. And there was this this feeling that we both had. And I was like, we're really doing this, huh? 
And she was like, yeah, I guess we are. And I was like, huh? And she was just like, huh? And I don't know at this point if it was the fact that we felt rushed because we had to find a place and we had already put in the 60 days or was it just the day of, of all the minor hurdles that we had to jump over to finally get there? Was it the fact that we had to get back and pack? So there was a lot of ways that it could have been, you know, taken, but there was a very distinct feeling of just uncertainty with everything, not necessarily with her and I, but just the overall, like the overarching move just felt ginormous. Typically, once you close on the house, you know, you, there's this there's this, I guess, enlightened, not enlightened, but there's this lighter feeling like you have a burden that has been lifted off of you. In this case, that won't it. But you know what? It was like, you know what? It's fine. Let's just get back. Focus on moving. So we kind of let it be. So we're driving back to Virginia and we don't really say anything else about it. So we get back that day and we we are, you know, filling up boxes, you know, wrapping up stuff, taping stuff. And and again, that night, it was that feeling of, man, what did what did we get ourselves into? And, and again, it was just that high level of uncertainty and we and we couldn't really shake it. But the only way to diminish that, at least for the time being, was to just focus on packing. So we did. We focused on packing. We, we set a date that we were going to be out. You had the movers. Um, I had my cars ready to go. And the day comes that we're moving to Pennsylvania. Her dreams are coming true. Sort of, kind of. It's not New York City, but I won't pan for that shit anyway. So at least you can now work in New York City on a on a daily basis. And you can still conquer New York City, but just not in New York City. You can conquer New York City from afar. And that was the plan. I had my consulting business. I was going to be working from home. I was set. What could go wrong? At least that's what I said. That's what we said. The day comes, the movers come, put everything in the U-Haul. I had already dropped my cars off at, at a car dealership. They were going to be shipped up there to Pennsylvania so I could just take the U-Haul. She could take her car. We could drive. One trip, done. And we make the move. We get there. We have the, the Pennsylvania movers help us unload everything, place everything where it's going to go. And now everything is out of the U-Haul. Everything is in the house. You would think, now is when the excitement would hit like this is our home no neighbors that we have to worry it's not a townhouse not a condo not an apartment our house like we have equity in this thing now and again this is where the 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 high level of excitement should replace the anxiety and the high level of uncertainty but it didn't we couldn't quite figure it out but again just like in the apartment the thing that helped diminish that high level anxiety that high level uncertainty was the fact that we had to focus on getting settled. We had to, she had to focus on her business. I had to focus on work. But even then, we tried to make the best of it for what it was, at least initially, with being there. Try to buy a little trinkets here and there just to at least make us feel like we belonged. Try to get acclimated to the area, find things to do, so on and so forth. But even after having been there for a few weeks at this point, no matter what we did, it never felt like home at this point in time. So now we're stuck in here. What do we do? We try to make it better. We try to do things. And that's just how we carry on. But just like the issues that came up in trying to get the house, that was just the beginning. The issues that would follow just made everything two times worse. And I'll tell you more about that on the next episode.
Thank you all as usual for listening. I definitely appreciate each and every one of you individually. If you are enjoying season two, definitely let me know. DM me, tweet me, comment on one of the photos on the IG. I would love to hear the feedback. If you haven't already, rate it on Apple. Subscribe, tell a friend, tell a family member. I would definitely appreciate the support. As usual, I hope you all are doing well. Hope you're growing. Hope you're excelling. And as always, be great, people. Whoa, I've got such a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful.